Let's get with our guy, Steve Berline, longtime former NFL quarterback, NFL analyst, joins us now on the show. Steve, good morning. Hey, Bill, what do you say, man? Life is good, man. I'm, you know what? I mean, I always look forward to the Super Bowl, but I am particularly jazzed about this particular showdown, and I'm trying to hold on to my sense of awe and not take for granted how good and how regular the greatness of the Chiefs have, have has been. I can you just put in perspective for us how hard it is to make three Super Bowls in five years, five consecutive AFC Championship games, all the things Kansas City has, has done since Mahomes became the starter? Well, you, you just look at how many times or how few times it's happened in, in the history of the NFL. I mean, there, there are very few uh, situations I can think of that, um, you know, that would, would be able to rival that as far as – Consistency. You know, you look at what what Brady and Belichick and the, and the Patriots did over the course of their tenure, um, and you the only other one I can think of, or there's a few that I can think of, but you know, the Cowboys winning three Super Bowls in four years um, in in the early '90s. I was on that first team, um, and you know, Buffalo at that same time going to four consecutive Super Bowls, um, not winning any of them, but. Um, the, the the rarity of that kind of a, a run happening, getting to that you know that level, the the uh, the ultimate game of that many consecutive times is or that many times in a in a four or five year period is is very rare and and uh, I, I think people maybe take that for granted and, and, and just kind of brush it aside. Um, it, it's an incredible job by that Kansas City Chiefs organization led by Andy Reid and. and uh, Patrick Mahomes. That's there's those are the the the, the people you really got to single out for for making that happen and having that kind of consistency. Uh, and Steve, just if if anyone needed a reminder of how incredibly talented and dangerous Mahomes is, they got it this year with with no Tyree Kill. Obviously, Tyree gets traded to the Dolphins, and the Chiefs' offense hardly misses a beat. Obviously, we are here talking about them again in the Super Bowl. Trying to find a quarterback that's just a, a, a serviceable or, or better than serviceable quarterback in the NFL is a really hard thing to do. Drafting guys, figuring out who they are, trying to ease them into the league properly. When you look at Mahomes and, and the fact that he was highly coveted in the NFL draft he came out in, but not the first quarterback taken, and the fact that he played well in college but wasn't an all-world beater, right? No one said this guy is the great, could be the greatest QB of all time. Is there a lesson in how to go about finding these guys? Is there more credit or less credit that goes to Andy Reid versus Patrick Mahomes, or is it simply Steve Berline the case of this guy's once in a generation and the Chiefs were lucky enough to, to nab him? You know, I don't think I don't think there's any way to um, to really put your finger on why it happened happens the way it does in some of these situations. Um, they're very rare, as we as we all know. I mean, there's there's probably maybe 10 teams in the NFL that that believe that uh they they don't have any problem at quarterback that would that would keep their situation the way that it is and that are <clears throat> excuse me that are happy with the guy that they have but there's there's at least 20 other teams uh, maybe more that that would love to upgrade the quarterback position i mean that just tells you how hard it is to find that true franchise guy that a team really feels very, very good about. And uh, to do what Mahomes is doing, you know, the the, uh, the, the, the current 
I think, uh, example maybe from another sport is when you talk about a guy like LeBron James and what he's about to do tonight or tomorrow whenever he breaks that record. You know, you look at the the performance and consistency throughout his career of what he's done uh, in the NBA and the great things that he did. Well, you, you correlate that to the NFL and what Patrick Mahomes is doing, has done already in a very, very short period of time as a starting quarterback in the NFL. It rivals anything that's ever been done uh, in, in professional sports. And the key is, is can he stay healthy? Can he keep it going? Can he keep that drive and that passion? What happens when Andy Reid decides to step down? Uh, you know, you don't know all these variables, how they're going to work out. But uh, the start that he's had to his career is obviously uh, second to none. And uh, you, you just sit there and, and you, you got to try to, pinch yourself and remind yourself that it's very unique and very rare what's going on right now in Kansas City. Talking to Steve Berline here on, on CBS Sports Radio. Steve, obviously Jalen Hurts has been sensational for Philadelphia. They have found a quarterback who has literally led them to a Super Bowl, and an ownership has come out and said uh, there's nothing left to prove in terms of him getting an extension, that he's the quarterback of the future there. Obviously, that is the case. They found a guy. And, and I'm not picking on Jalen Hurts, but I just it is easy sometimes, right, to, to get caught up in the moment. We've seen guys make Super Bowls, and their careers not go the way that they anticipated in that week. And not to pick on Jared Goff, because he was, I thought, great in Detroit this past year, but he's obviously not still in Los Angeles. When you look at, at Jalen Hurts and the hope that he is a finished product capable of doing this year after year after year, what do you see, not just now, but 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 long term for him? Well, I, I see a guy that potentially uh, can be a, a a great quarterback for for many years. Um, you know, we've, this is the first time we've seen him make it this far. Uh, his style of play, as we know, is is going to be a challenge keeping him healthy and keeping him on the field. And um, I thought that the the Eagles did a great job. The coach did a great job, Sirianni. Uh, you know, not forcing the issue and, and uh, allowing him to to miss a few games because of the situation they were in late in the season and allowing him to kind of heal up a little bit and not get more beat up as the season came to a close. I think that's paying off for them now. Uh, and, and the fact that, you know, the way that that game went against, um, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, the, the way the AFC Championship went against uh, the 49ers, you know, where he didn't get beat up and now he's got the extra week off to be as healthy as he's probably been uh, at any point uh, after the fourth or fifth game of the season uh, is, is a great advantage or a great benefit to the Philadelphia Eagles. But I think as far as Jalen Hurts is concerned, you know, that we're, it's going to show itself over time. I don't think he's a quarterback that's ever going to be uh, one of the top passers yardage-wise or touchdown-wise in the NFL. Uh, and he's and he's never going to be, you know, a guy whose statistics are going to jump out at you. Other than you know, he's going to have some incredible athletic days at least through the first six seven years of his career running the football and he put those dual threat numbers up, which is what makes him so unique. But uh, the way the Philadelphia Eagles are built, how good that team is all the way around offensively and defensively, I don't think they need him to put up huge statistics to be an incredible. Uh, impact player in a football game with with his ability to push the ball up the field, make plays in the passing game, and of course, if you don't respect his running, he can make you pay the price very quickly as well. But 
you know, the question is how many years will he be able to play that way and be that effective uh, with both running the football and throwing the football? Only time will tell. Steve Berline, who who do you like in Super Bowl 57? You know, my gut is telling me uh, I, I think the Eagles. I, I really, I, uh, this is not the common popular belief, I know, uh, but I really think that the fact that Mahomes, even though he's got the extra week and he's going to be more healthy, most likely going into this game than he was the AFC Championship, I, I just think that his mobility, lack of mobility, is going to be a little bit more of a factor when you're talking about a defense uh, like the Philadelphia Eagles. Even though the Niners obviously were every bit as good defensively, they had the turnovers and the the uh, impact game-changing type of plays early in the game that got them way down in that hole, and they weren't going to be able to dig their way out of it. I think Philadelphia will play a much cleaner game offensively, and they're going to put a lot of pressure on Kansas City to score points. And because of that, uh, the the focus goes on Mahomes and whether he can be the Sam Patrick Mahomes that he's been, you know, to this point when he's at his very, very best, which he's going to have to be against that defense. So I, I like Philadelphia uh, when you consider all of that stuff. I just think their their team is healthier at the right time, and there's no really there's really no no weakness in their team. And I, I think it's going to end up coming out Philadelphia taking control of this game late. Steve, I don't know if you saw if you saw this news, but Sean Payton met with the media in his capacity now as the head coach of the Denver Broncos, and he was asked by a reporter about the fact that Russell Wilson has had and had last season a private individual quarterback coach who was not a part of the Broncos staff in the facility, and Sean Payton's answer was, if I'm summing this up here, I don't know anything about that, but it's not going to happen here. That's not going to be the case. Curious as a guy who played quarterback in the NFL, who knows the ins and outs of a building in that respect more than most of us, what you make of, of QBs who want their own individual coaches as part of their day-to-day reality at work and coaches like Sean Payton who are, uh, who are less than excited about that? Well, as Sean Payton said in that interview, you know he, he's never seen anything like that. He's never been around any kind of a dynamic like that, and, and neither have I. And I, I think it's absolutely ridiculous that the Broncos, uh, despite the fact that they gave away as much as they did in their pain, Russell, as much as they're paying him, you, you cannot treat your quarterback uh, any differently than anybody else. When it comes to their access to the facility or their uh, the people, the entourage they can have around, you just, you just can't do it. And uh, I, I really respect the way that, that, that Peyton came out and uh, made that statement early. Uh, I'm sure he knows a lot more about it than he's letting on. I'm sure he probably got a, uh, a very in-depth uh, understanding of what the situation was like with Russell Wilson in last year and probably just evaluating all of that. Said, you know, no, there's absolutely no way I'm going to allow any of my players at any point in my tenure here to be able to tell me what they want to have around my facility and how their day is going to be set up and, you know, what their coaches, who, who we have to accommodate to make this quarterback, you know, feel like he's, uh, you know, on the level he needs to be on. He's going to do things my way, and if he's not going to do it my way, then we're not going to have a, a really rosy relationship. And I, I'm not surprised at all that Sean Payton's putting his foot down on that one for sure. See, Berline, last one for you. 
quarterbacks are in high demand, obviously, and guys that folks around the league think can be successful are highly coveted. Derek Carr is not going to be a Raider. Raider. He's going to have some choices. If if you're giving him advice, if you're sort of looking out at what's out there, what is the right fit that makes sense for for him? If if you're given if you're given if you're pointing the direction for him, well, I think there's a few really good fits, and I'm I'm really excited for Derek Carr. I think this could be uh, one of those great stories where he gets to rejuvenate himself late in his career and and reestablish himself as a guy that you know maybe just never was in the right situation uh, through the first. Um, you know, the majority of his career. But I think a, a, there are three places that really jump out to me as perfect fits, maybe even four. Um, I could see it happening in Indianapolis, but I don't think Ursay and I don't think the, the, the way this thing is going to go, they're, they're going to make that move again, bringing in an older quarterback, try to finish it out for them and get them over the top. But I, I love the New York Jets, number one. Obviously, everybody's talking about that as a fit for – Whoever, uh, the, whether it's Aaron Rodgers or Derek Carr, I think they both probably put that team as their number one choice, going to New York with that young talent on both sides of the ball, spectacular. But the other two teams that I think would be a fit would be the New Orleans Saints and also the Washington Commanders. I think those are the three teams that, that if you look at the talent they have both sides of the ball, they're young, uh, they're just looking for a guy to come in and play at a decent level at the quarterback position to give that team a chance to really go deep in the playoffs, I believe. Those are three teams that could do it with consistent quarterback play. Steve Berline, as always, man, love having you on. Uh, appreciate you. It's going to be a really exciting week in, in the build up to a really exciting game. Thank you, as always, for, for jumping on, being on, and, and talking some, some football with us. Hey, and Bill, I'll just let you know, if you see me hanging out at number 16 at the Phoenix Open this week off the tee box there, uh, hopefully I won't do anything uh, to embarrass myself, but I'm going to be out there right in the middle of all that. So, Oh, go get him, Steve. Well this weekend. Yeah. Put up a number, <laughs> buddy. Fun. Yeah, baby, it'll be fun. fun. Thank you, dude. <laughs> all right, we'll see you.